The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 As was said at the beginning of this Mass, that today we are celebrating the Feast of the Ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ into Heaven. This feast is traditionally celebrated 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus and 10 days before the celebration of the Feast of Pentecost. And so, based on this, in some countries of the world, like Nigeria, France, Ghana, and some other countries, Ascension Day is celebrated on the 40th day of Easter, which normally falls on a Thursday. However, for pastoral reasons, some other countries like Canada, Australia, and some parts of the United States celebrate this feast on the Sunday after the 40th day of Easter, which is why we are celebrating it today. A friend of mine called me on Thursday from Nigeria to wish me happy feast day, feast of the, of the ascension of our Lord, and I told him to keep it for Sunday. So I wish, I am hoping to hear that from him today. But what actually is the meaning of this feast that we are celebrating? This feast simply means that, uh, you know, after the resurrection of Jesus, 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus went back to his father's house, if you like to put it that way. So after, 40 days after he resurrected from the dead, he went back to heaven. And so he is seated at the right hand of God, the Father, to intercede for us. And that is why someone said that uh, after this feast, Jesus will begin to walk from home. So those of you who are walking from home, you are not alone. Jesus is also working from home, but not because of COVID this time around. And so, my, my dear friends in Christ, but why would Jesus wait for 40 days after his resurrection before leaving his disciples? Of course, you agree with me that 40, the number 40, is very significant, is very remarkable in the Bible. 
For instance, we were told that Moses went to the mountain to seek the face of God, you know, and he was there for 40 days in prayer and fasting. And we are also told that the people of Israel were in the wilderness. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years as they prepared themselves to enter the promised land. And of course, Jesus himself, we are told, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. So the number 40 is not only significant to the Jewish people, but also significant to Jesus himself. Both the first reading today and the second reading, they all point to this Feast of Ascension, and Matthew, in a very special way in the Gospel passage, gives us the mandate of the Ascension, which Jesus gave to his disciples, telling them to go and make disciples of all nations. In the first reading, Luke narrates to us how Jesus ascended to his Father and how a cloud took him out of the sight of his disciples. And St. Paul, in the second reading, confirms this when he said that God raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at the right-hand side of God the Father in the heavenly places. I would want you to journey with me briefly to three fundamental reasons why Jesus ascended into heaven. And the first reason why he ascended into heaven is the fact that he wanted to prepare a place for us in heaven and that he also wants us to understand that heaven is more important than earth. Having stayed here on earth, I think if, if earth were to be more important than heaven, Jesus would have remained here on earth. But going to heaven presupposes that heaven is more important than earth. And of course, so let us know that our final destination is not here on earth, but in heaven. And so Jesus, being the head of the church, has gone before us to prepare the way for us such that we also, the body of Christ, you know, will be where Jesus is at this point in time. And so we are living in anticipation that one day, where Jesus is, seated at the right hand of God the Father, we also will be there. And Jesus, of course, confirms this when he says emphatically in John chapter 14 that in my Father's house there are many mansions. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am, there you may be also. The second reason why Jesus had to ascend into heaven is that Jesus wants us to experience the third person of the Blessed Trinity. And that is why, before he left, he promised to send us the Holy Spirit. He promised to send us the Advocate. He promised to send us the Great Counselor, the Great Healer, the Great Comforter, the one who will come to plead our cause, the one who will come to defend us, the one who will come to strengthen us and to give us that grace we need to continue you know, in the mandate that Jesus has given to us. And of course, he told us that he has to go for him to send us the Holy Spirit, that if he doesn't go, there is no way he will send us the Holy Spirit. So there is every reason for him to go in order for us to receive the Holy Spirit. And St. Paul tells us that the, that the spirit that we have received is not a spirit of fear, is not a spirit of uh, timidity, 
but a spirit of boldness, a spirit of strength, the spirit of love, the spirit of unity. And St. Paul urges us to fan into flame the spirit that we all have received. And how are we going to fan into flame the spirit that uh, the Lord has given to us? That leads me to the third reason why Jesus had to ascend into heaven. And this third reason is the fact that uh, Jesus needed to empower us. Jesus needed to give us that mandate to be able to continue in his mission here on earth by making disciples of all nations. And that was what he told us before he parted this world from our gospel passage today. He said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. So the key words here are baptizing them and teaching them everything that I have commanded you. So Jesus, I believe, knows very well the importance of baptism. Baptism being the first sacrament. Baptism, which is a gateway to every other sacrament. Jesus knows very well the importance of baptism as a sacrament that cleans us from that original sin, as a sacrament that makes us adopted children of God. And it is through the baptism, through the sacrament of baptism, that we also are able to receive every other sacrament. And so we must ask ourselves today, for those of us who are not baptized, what is it that is holding us? What is it that is keeping us away from receiving that sacrament of baptism? And also it is a challenge to all of us who have not received one sacrament or the other. But baptism is a gateway to every other sacrament. What is it that is depriving you from receiving that sacrament of uh, the Holy Eucharist? What is it that is depriving you from receiving that sacrament of confirmation? And what is it that is depriving you from receiving that sacrament of uh, matrimony? The sacrament that you need to receive to bless your marriage. What is it that is uh, depriving us? And so it is a gateway to every other sacrament. If you are not baptized, what is it that is preventing you from doing that? My dear friends in Christ, Jesus has actually given you and I the mandates, the, the responsibility of uh, spreading the good message of Christ. The question is, how many disciples has Jesus gained because of you? Since you became a Christian, how many persons have you been able to bring to the faith? How many disciples has Jesus gained because of your love? How many disciples has Jesus gained because of your act of compassion, because of your act of forgiveness? How many disciples has Jesus gained? And how many people have you, how many people have received baptism and other sacraments because you were able to introduce them to the faith? So these are some of the questions we must ask ourselves. And someone said that if you cannot bring people to Christ, at least try also not to take them away from Christ by the way you behave, by your attitude and behavior. My dear friends in Christ, Jesus, in today's gospel reading, assures us again that he is with us always, even to the end of the age. The question is, are you feeling lonely in life? 
Jesus reminds you that he is with you. Are you feeling forsaken or, ab or abandoned in life? Jesus reminds you that he is with you. Are you feeling the pain of separation or departure, the same pain that the disciples of Jesus felt as at the time he left there? Jesus is saying to you, I am with you. Remember, my dear friends, that Jesus is with us. Bear in mind that Jesus is always with you, and he will never leave you, neither will he forsake you.